Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Making Dough Show where we talk about making dough in the restaurant business. We talk about restaurant marketing, restaurant management, we answer your questions and much more. So if this is your first time, consider subscribing so you don't miss any future shows. Today, we're gonna to be talking about Q4 priorities and projects. This is stuff I'm working on. I'm hoping that as I share them with you, it help you focus on these things this quarter. The first one is increasing your prices. This year, I mean, some restaurants increase their prices twice a year, some people once a year. We've, we usually do it once a year. I think we should do it twice a year, but Q4 is a time that we focus on increasing our prices. It's something that kind of the customers expect once January 1st hits, they're like, oh, okay, it makes sense that they increase their prices a little bit. The first step when it comes to increasing your prices is assessing three to five mile radius of your restaurant. What are the prices at for the cuisine that you serve? Hypothetically, you're a pizzeria, we're in the pizza business. I'm gonna look at franchise, I'm gonna look at local restaurants. You don't wanna be, you wanna be competitive pricing, obviously not the cheapest and or the most expensive. It's up to you where you wanna be, but it is important for you to assess on the scale of the three to five mile radius of your restaurant. How much is it for somebody to get a similar taco, a similar pizza in those restaurants. We usually set a spreadsheet so we can kind of compare and present all the numbers to our managers so they understand where we are at and the price scale in our town. You can choose to increase select menu items once that assessment is complete. You're like, okay, we should increase these dishes. We need to increase our app, this particular appetizer and what have you. Or that decision can be dry, driven by the fact that, oh, the beef prices have gone up, so we need to increase all the items we serve with beef higher, right? Or cheese has increased. So that could um, drive your decision-making or it could be that you know some restaurants do it. Every menu item, they'll increase it by 1% or 2%. I do have a video on the show about how to increase your prices without losing customers. And I'm gonna make sure the link is down below in the description uh, of the show. One of the things you need to be thinking about, friend, as we go into Q4 and the next year, how are you going to increase the perceived value of what you serve? There is a reason, there are a lot of fancy, I mean, not fancy, franchise restaurants and what have you, they spend a lot of time on their aesthetics, the packaging, because the perceived value of that product is shifted. And that is important as you increase your prices. So that's something to look into as well. You need to make sure you have a script for your server. So when the customer asks, oh, wait a minute, did you guys increase your prices? What is the server to say, right? Uh, 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 yes, we did, you know what I mean? So you wanna be proactive, come up with a script. Other things when it comes to increasing your prices in place are the following. You need to increase the prices on your online ordering, the menu board, uh, any printed menu you have, all the promotions and deals you had, do those prices need to be updated? The promo codes in the system need to be updated. So the project of increasing prices usually takes about a month for our company. And you better get us started on it now. The second project in Q4 that need to be executed well is the holiday kind of a promotion stack and experience. So in Q4, obviously it's all the holidays. You got the Halloween coming up here, um, as well as you got Thanksgiving, you got Black Friday, you got Small Business Saturday, you have Cyber Monday, you got Giving Tuesday and Christmas and New Year's. So what are gonna be the promotions uh, that you're gonna have for each of those promotions? Uh, in fact, I have um, 
a PDF for that where we go over like 10 different things that you need to do for each of your promotions to make it successful. Uh, it's a resource we have on, a, on our website that you can download uh, at www.makingdoshow.com where for each of these holidays you need to have assets that are media. You could have photos. First, obviously, what's going to be the deal? You're going to have any deal? You're going to have any promotions? Are you going to be closed, for example, for Thanksgiving? Do you have the flyer for that? Or, you know, all of that stuff. But for each promotion, we need to have pictures. We need to have videos. Uh, we need to have a caption that's going to be used on social media for your email marketing, for your text message marketing. That is a large project when you are needing it. Again, you want to provide a good experience as a whole for your customers going through the holidays in relations to your restaurant and the promotions that you're going to offer. So that obviously is a priority this quarter that needs to be worked on. The third priority in this quarter is going to be getting a tax assessment. This is something that we do every year around this time. We contact our CPA to look over our numbers and give us an assessment uh, of what's going to be our taxes that we need to pay for the business and also personal if you want to do that because you will have a couple months before the end of the year, if you do this in October, it's going to give you a little bit of a time for you to figure out what tax strategy you need to have in place. I think it was two years ago, we did not do this. And uh, our tax estimate, once we did it at the end of the year, was already the following year when we were doing the taxes for the previous year, is that we had to cuff over $18,000 to the government. And my husband and I were like, we could have done so much with $18,000. We would have had a better tax strategy. If you want to do depreciation, you want to buy equipment, what have you. Talk to a CPA, get a tax assessment. That is a tip I have for you. Last but not least, you know, a lot of regular people in the civilian world, they do um, goals and resolutions for the new year. We do that over the quarter. This quarter is a time for my husband and I, we meet very frequently, like twice a week. And we're in our conversations, we're always working on how are we going to refine and craft our vision for the following year. As I'm recording this, it's 2020, of course. So we're looking at our 2021 vision that we have for our company as a whole. Where are we going in three years? So what do we, or five years and 10 years, what do we need to do next year to make sure we accomplish our long-term goals? Um, obviously a lot of family stuff. We're looking at, you know, what are, are we going to have any family trips? What skill set are we going to learn? Um, how is our team going to look like? What are going to be our sales growth projections that we want to have? What's going to be our next innovating marketing campaign? What's going to be a 2021 budget for the company for different stuff that we want to do? And especially you want to conduct what's called a SWOT analysis. SWOT analysis, as you know, SWOT is for like strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. So we always look at that. So you want to look at the SWOT analysis of different departments, your company as a whole. Uh, I do have a very popular show on the restaurant SWOT analysis. I'm going to make sure the link is down below as well for you to go check that out as well. Any partnerships you would like to focus on this next year? For example, you're like, you know, we want to focus more on our marketing and reaching moms and the demographic. Okay, how can we partner with schools? How can we partner with the kids' karate places, uh, the local daycares? You know, those are some of the partnerships, for example, associated with that. So who do you want to partner this next year, for example, is one of the things to talk about on Ponder on this quarter.
Last but not least, uh, another thing that we like working on is that for, again, as part of the crafting our vision for 2021, it's going to be what are we going to eliminate? Because we're all great at adding things. Let's add menu items. Let's add this. Let's add that. What are you going to subtract? Because the more you add, the more you lose momentum in terms of the training that you need to provide for your people. Um, the ticket times may be affected. The more toppings you have, the more menu items you have. A lot of franchise, bigger companies, you know that the model, for example, for like in and out it's very simple. Raising Cane's, their menu is simple. We on the local side of town tend to complicate things too much. So if you're going to add any new many items, you want to be creative, adding any new things, be sure to always have this other equivalent list of eliminating things. What are not selling? What is selling? So this whole quarter, you need to be digging into your numbers. Obviously, data-driven decision-making. So that is another project that we're working on for our restaurants. All right, friend, hope you found this episode helpful. If so, let me know. You can always send me an email to show at gmail.com. Thoughts, questions, suggestions, any upcoming shows you'd like me to focus on in 2021. What would you like me to focus on? I would love to hear from you because the show is here to serve you and help you make some dough in this business. If you're a manager or a restaurant professional, I'd like to help you equip you to have a smoother and a better time experience in this business. I uh, hope that for you and for us, the 2021 is going to be much more successful, of course. And for that to happen, it starts with planning. It starts with forecasting what's going to come ahead and get ready for it this quarter, Q4. And with that, friend, let's get back to work and make some dough. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. <music>